Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five-minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Trade Show University. This is the podcast. We are we're helping you get better results and just better of everything at your shows, your events, virtual events, live events. I'm Jim Sermak, your host, and I am excited today. We are going to have just an amazing, amazing conversation that's going to touch on virtual. It's going to touch on live. It's really going to be touching on your personal brand and how do you present yourself. I've got today on an amazing guest, and that is Amy Loken from Mood Modular. And before we start talking with Amy, I just want to make sure that everyone is subscribed to our newsletter. Just get to our website at tradeshowu.biz. That's tradeshow, the letter U dot B-I-Z. Right on the homepage, drop your email address. I've got some amazing things coming up. You do not want to miss, and it's only going to be for newsletter subscribers, so please don't miss that and hit subscribe for whatever whatever podcast platform you like to listen to, whether that's Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeart, wherever it is that you like to listen to. I would love to constantly be in your, in your headset there and helping guide you along the way to better results. And if you're looking for better results reach out to me. Just hit go to the contact page on our website and send me a note. Let's start talking with Amy. You are going to love her. And I've I, let, me, let me just tell you a little bit about her and then we'll bring her on. With over 27 years of experience in the design industry, Amy Loken, who is the founder and inventor of Mood Modular, knows how to create spaces that sell. No matter if your selling is online or at a trade show, Amy, with her background in design, knows how to translate your brand and client experience into a profitable selling stage. How does that sound? Amy, welcome to Trade Show University. Say hi to all of our event professionals listening in. Well, hello, everyone. Jim, thank you so much for having me on. I'm super excited for our conversation because, gosh, I know we certainly have no downtime in our conversations in the past. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, for all of you listening, you you have not been able to hear some of our amazing value-packed conversations, but you're going to hear this one. So today we're we're, we're going to be going all, in a lot of different directions, but I really want to talk about design and personal branding, doing virtual events right. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff. But let's talk about that design, that brand that we're creating. What do you think is the biggest mistake that businesses and people are making today when it comes to their their setup, their trade show, their virtual setup? Yeah, you know, I really think people are not taking their audience into consideration. And they're choosing to play it a little bit more safe and staying in that that mediocre realm i i'm I'm just gonna you know all right tell it how it is (laughs) i'm just gonna be honest i i don't think we're 
I think we've, we've lowered the standard on a lot of things lately. And I think that is one of the biggest mistakes that people are making. And the audience, your audience, whether they're in person or virtual, is taking notice of, of that. So, so give some examples. What have you seen? What is it that when you say mediocre, I have people might be like going, oh, my gosh, that can't be me. So give give some examples of when you say mediocre, what what does that look like in, in your mind? What does that look like? Yeah, well, in my mind, it's it's holding back on the experience when when we, you know, show up in a at a trade show, we need to each trade show is should be specific to a demographic, correct? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. taking note and taking measure of who that audience that is actually attending that. We all have slight different marketing speak and depending upon the audience. So when we really hone in on and understand the audience that is attending that, whether it be live, in person, or virtually, we need to consider what they're expecting to see. They don't necessarily want us to just regurgitate everything and make it, you know, that kind of monkey see, monkey do. Everybody else is just kind of putting it all out there, you know, showing up kind of mediocre, like just because everybody else around you, instead of truly stepping out of that comfort zone and saying, no, I'm identifying this market. I'm identifying the audience that's here. I'm going to speak to them and give them the experience of what it would be like to work with us in this industry, definitely doing what they're there to achieve. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So not blending in. It's not yeah. looking like everybody else. It's it's really finding out. And and this is something that I've I was just talking had a conversation a few days ago with somebody. It's what is your uniqueness? Mm-hmm. You might have a product that you say, oh, we're better than our competition. And then you tell all the features that everybody has in common. Oh, we right. do this. We do that. We can help you with with copywriting. We can help you with the design. We can help you. Well, but okay, so can all these other people. So what is it about you? Yeah, you know, well, it's helping people identify that what their unique selling proposition is. Mm-hmm. I mean, bottom line, you know, so for me in in mood, we are very under, we very much understand what sets us apart in the fact that we believe in staying in our lane. You know, we, we, we refuse to say that we can do everything just because we, we could, you know, I could design and develop, you know, a huge custom, beautiful booth that could do well in the Vegas strip. However, I know where our sweet spot is. I know our limitations. I know that, I could help somebody set up their entire strategy session along with building their booth. But it's one of those things where just because I can doesn't mean I should. So understanding who you are really meant to serve. And that's why we are all things visual. It's about the visual. It's about building that experience, about telling that story without saying a word. Wow. 
That's powerful right there. Just just telling that story without saying a word. So people can look at you, look at your booth, look at or even your virtual background mm -hmm. and understand immediately, okay, this is it. And it's okay to not be everything to everybody. It's okay. And that's yeah. a, a, I think there are so many businesses out there, especially the smaller businesses that I think they're afraid to say no to somebody. They're afraid to, to do that and they and it's okay. Absolutely, because we've all been there. We've all taken on those jobs that, you know, because we're starting out, we you definitely don't want to pass up any revenue. But the more experience you get and the more you understand what your expertise is, the easier it becomes to not stay within that mediocre, you know, level, that that standard that just barely enough is good enough and no, when you really hone in and understand your value, that audience is going to be there mm -hmm. and they're going to they're going to see you and they're going to connect with you more because they're actually fully embodying the experience that you're offering because it's speaking so strongly and directly to them. But we've all been there and there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, yes. And, and you, you mentioned something earlier on in the conversation about making sure you understand who is that audience that's at the show because i've i've been to so many and, and work with clients that are just they pick the wrong show or they pick the wrong show or they don't have it dialed into the exact person they really need to talk to and and again it's okay to say no so if you're at the right show and you know that maybe it's not every single person at that show is your your target audience that's okay but you know the ones that are and those are the ones you want to talk to and so if you're positioned well visually you will attract those people and you'll get into the conversations that you want to get into and you're not going into a bunch of dead end conversations or chasing down leads that aren't really leads because they just wanted to sign up to to win the you know, the airpods or whatever you're giving you might be giving away at your booth <laughs> i refer to those as adult trick-or-treaters and and there's nothing wrong with them right. you know but when you're handing out those things I, I really encourage people to be very specific about what they're handing out and and how it relates back to them as their business and what their unique value proposition is or their experience that they offer their customers so do you have some do you have any tips on if some a company is they're listening to this and going okay you know we we've never really dove into creating our unique selling proposition or value proposition where do we start with that and and how do we how do we do that visually is it just putting up a bunch of words on, on a backdrop or what is the right way to do it? What are some tips? Yeah, you know, I, first and foremost, people honestly don't read, you know, they, <laughs> they really don't. Let's just be first honest about that. So when I say being able to tell your story without saying a word, I actually really do mean that, you know, it's that it's the old saying a picture is worth a thousand words because it really is. So your brand really has to, in your brand story and your visuals and your everything has to go back to the fundamental um, essence of, of your brand, of your company. So I like to start with people's mission statements, their core values. What do they, what 
do those say in terms of a visual texture or a visual image? You know, we create stories and we, within our minds, when we see a specific image, I mean, let's just, you know, talk about, you know, the reason that babies and dogs in particular are used in a lot of advertising, (laughs) you know, the, is it the tire company that uses Michelin, I believe it is, that has the baby. Right. Well, women are actually the number one purchaser of tires. So surprisingly enough, but it's, but they're speaking to that audience and understanding that as a, if it's a woman who's a mother, safety of her children are extremely important. Not that they're not important to fathers, but as being the person who typically makes that decision, there's a, there's a huge, you know, a human psychology built behind creating that evoking that emotion that happens when especially a female sees a infant yeah so so that's the type of thing that you really want to go back to and understanding do you have a really strong you know point of view in your industry in your market in your business you know you're going to want something with a lot of structure in it you know stability things like that if you if it's a very feminine you you know type of business maybe it's it's those florals and those you know softer textures maybe in you know in my case in mood modular we do a lot of things with a lot of different depth and layers and because that's us you know we're we're constantly you know, modularizing things and and switching things up. So we, we like having a lot of that depth and texture in, in our stuff. And we don't sway, you know, overly masculine or overly feminine. It's very, you know, even ground, but it definitely depends. Sure. We could be at a, you know, all women's conference. And of course, we're going to pull out those textures that speak a little bit more to that versus a very male dominated one. So it's really understanding what when you see those words, those key words, that key phrase, really sitting down and having a great brain dump or brainstorming session on what do those images look like? What does it look like to be confident when you hear those words? What is it? What what are those core pieces of your business and how do they translate? And that's why working with a visual, you know, marketing person is really important because they're able to really kind of dig deep and ask the better questions. Such great stuff there. And I, I want to go back to something you said earlier on, and that's the 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 tires and the babies. Yeah. Because that is something that I'm sure some of the executives, it was probably the furthest thing from their mind to ever use a baby in an, in an ad campaign. Especially but, for tires. Right. It's exactly right. But the whole point, and I want people to take this away from that brilliance that Amy shared, was that you have to figure out who your audience is. And if you know that, over half of the people buying our tire, our tires are females, yeah. moms, you know, and what are they concerned about? They're concerned about safety. Why? Because they have kids and they want their kids to be safe. 
oh, okay, now you can you can go down a different path, and you're bringing all that together and having something that's very memorable, and resonates not just with females, but it's going to resonate with dads and grandparents and you know, all up and down the line. And so what is it about your business? What can you think about and really start to get creative and brainstorm about the, what's important in your culture, your mission statement, and how can you visually represent that? And think about it. What other, what other tire company is, is using babies? None of them. And so is Michelin standing out in people's minds? Absolutely every time. So that's just, it's just so good. And, and every single one of you that's listening can do something like that to create that ad campaign, to create that visual brand that's just going to separate you from your competition in a positive way. Just great stuff. Oh my gosh. I got some little goosebumps here. I love talking about this stuff. <laughs> let's let's talk about let's uh, I'm gonna switch uh, switch gears a little bit and go towards virtual events and and that virtual brand, that impact. And I know that you have very strong thoughts on this. And and so what is it? I, the virtual events are continuing to be very, very strong, very prevalent, whether it's a webinar, whether it's getting the opportunity to give a, a talk at a virtual event, or if you're going to be an exhibitor at a virtual trade show, we have, we're on screen and we've all become very familiar with this and very, very used to it. And how do you do it right? How is how do you create that virtual brand in in the right way? Well, I know I'm going to upset a few people when I bring this up, <laughs> but using the fake backgrounds is I will highly discourage you from ever using them. And there's there's a couple main reasons why, and it all comes down to human psychology and what story you're telling your audience when you pop up with a fake background. First and foremost, A, you look like a bad Photoshop job. So I'm <laughs> just going to throw that out right now from a visual standpoint. <laughs> Unless you plan on being a talking head and not moving at all, which I highly do not recommend either. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's about having that confidence on camera. And when you you know, I have a um, person that I collaborate with a lot and we, you know, he's another expert. He helps people, you know, set up their cameras and understanding why a webcam is different. A digital camera is different than a webcam and all that great stuff. But, you know, as we talk about that, it's one of those things where you, when you, he, he refers to them as, you know, the whole losing of the ear, because if you move wrong, you, you're going to lose an right. arm or hand or whatever. I've experienced somebody completely disappearing in their background and then coming back. I'm like, wow, that's majorly <laughs> distracting. <laughs> so on top of the distracting and looking like, you know, a bad Photoshop job, and I'm sorry that I'm calling you out on that, but it, it's true. The main thing is, is when it comes to the human psychology of things, in our subconscious, we immediately start wondering what you're hiding. Uh, wow. Yeah. So when that starts to happen, which is immediate, like, huh, I wonder what actually is back there. I wonder what they're hiding. That ultimately equates to a distrust in the end, because we believe you're hiding something. So wow. you would be better off finding 
a blank wall or a wall with some artwork on it or a wall that has some texture. There's many different layers and things. And, and I work with a lot of clients like this. It's like getting dressed. It's, it's putting on underwear before you put your pants on or socks before you put your shoes on. It's, it's finding those basic elements to layer upon. We are three-dimensional beings having to, you know, interact and build relationships on a two-dimensional platform. The interesting thing is, over the course of the last couple of years and moving forward, we're actually able to build even deeper relationships with people across the lens if we think about it from the audience's perspective. So really placing those key things and allowing ourselves to show a bit of our personality, also show our credibility and our competency in what we do and do best. So adding those layers, allowing ourselves to not be flat on camera, but having a wall maybe that has, like I said, either a piece of artwork or texture, but then adding in maybe some greenery or some type of floral, what that does to the environment in that selling stage is it's adding in another layer of, you know, life in a sense. It, it's adding that softness to the screen. It's thinking differently about, oh, I'm having to work out of our, you know, guest room. Well, turn around, let you see the bed. Don't let your audience see that bed. Angle the camera differently. There's so many different layers and textures, but the key thing is, is you can start showing some of your personal, you know, interests. Let's say you play guitar. Maybe you have a guitar, you know, strategically placed in your background in between you and the wall and, and the floral or the, the greenery or whatever it is. And it's helping tell the story, not, so, not just about how, credible you are, but also giving a little bit of that personality to you. It would be no different than two people walking in to each other's offices and having something unique about them in that. Maybe, you know what, there is that guitar in the in the corner, but you're you're allowing that conversation to start happening naturally, going beyond just a strict business meeting and maybe it's never brought up but maybe it is like hey i didn't know it by the way is that a gibson you know <laughs> yeah. guitar back there you know i'm a little bit more of an acoustic player it we we have more common threads than we have than we don't and having that virtual stage set proper to who and able to switch things out depending upon who we're meeting is key in building deeper stronger lasting relationships and now we can do them literally across the world in a lot of cases yeah oh I, there's so much i love about what you just said all that and everyone re rewind that a couple minutes and listen to that again because there's so much like like she says the the psychology behind it is so so important and what's distracting what isn't and 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 i know a lot of people they'll 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 put their their logo in the background they'll put what looks like an office in the background and at first glance it looks nice 
and like it's like Amy said though, until they turn their head and all of a sudden half their face disappears or their arm disappears or whatever. And then all of a sudden that's what you're looking at and that's what you're remembering and that's what you're thinking about and you're missing what they're saying to you. Well, exactly, Jim. And I don't mean to interrupt you there, yeah, but there's the key thing to remember there is the fact that that distraction, mm-hmm. they're they're distracted by all of that other all those other things of the hand missing or the half the face missing. It's those things that end up taking away from you being the main subject inside that frame because you're delivering the value to the audience. So therefore you should be the main character, the main piece inside that frame. And when we come, when it comes to a lot of those, you know, fake virtual backgrounds, yeah, it may look nice, but the perspective's off, the scale is off. Again, when I talk, you know, all those things really, you know, come full circle in our subconscious of something's just not right. So when you do place those things in your your background, you have to also think of scale. You can't have something really small in comparison to you. Where are you in, you know? It would be like showing up way down low in the the frame, the screen where you're almost playing Wilson from, <laughs> you know, tool time, you know, versus being, think of when I, to help people visualize this, think of a picture that is professionally photographed that, of your family or your newborn baby or your wedding picture. There is a composition that happens with inside there. And that's why a professional photograph over an amateur is easily distinguished because they've understood how the human eye, you know, naturally travels around an image. So for instance, obviously the your audience can't see us, but we're both slightly sitting off center. That for me is deliberate. And I also have set my, my stage up to keep your eye naturally moving so it never gets stuck. But I am still the main focus of the frame. Yeah, I'm glad you glad you pointed that out because I wanted to tell people what I'm what I'm looking at right now. Amy's background is is brilliant. So just to I guess her left on left of my screen, I see two words, impact and influence, which is a huge part of her brand and what she's bringing forward as through her company mood modular and what she does, what she brings to the table. And on the other side, I see three awards that that I'm assuming are what she has won through her company. But it, I don't want to say be fake and, and just put up old bowling trophies or something like that, but, but <laughs> unless it's something really impressive. But, and, and that, but tell, what is it that you've accomplished and that she's setting that, that tone just through our, you know, without, without saying a word, like she said earlier, without saying a word, she's setting that tone of here's what I'm going to be expecting. If we do business together, this is what I'm getting. I'm getting award winning. I'm getting impact. I'm getting influence. All those things that I want as a client, I want out of the the company that I'm hiring to help me to get that. So think about that for you. And but on the flip side, what Amy said is also brilliant about having a guitar in the background, something personal. Maybe it's a picture of your, your children. Maybe it's you know something like that that's not distracting, but it's, it's a point that 
you can now connect with someone on a, on a different level. Whether they ever bring that up to you at all is irrelevant. But if but maybe it is. Maybe it's a huge connecting point, and now you're bonding at another level. And who do we do business with? The people we know, like, and trust. And now I know a little bit something more about Amy. I know a little, bit, and I like her about that because I'm a music lover. She's a music lover, and we, you know, we could talk guitars and you know all that good stuff. So now that someone who after I leave the conversation, I'm like, oh, I like her. And it may have nothing to do with, or not nothing to do with, with Amy, but there's additional things that are building on that relationship. So, wow, just really, this is so good. This is well, so good. The other thing I wanted to touch on, you made a really good point, Jim, about you know having like maybe a picture of your kids and stuff like that. When you have pictures of your family in the background, understandably, they are your inspiration. You know, yes, I have awards from being on a co-host and a host on the Notoriety Network for a couple shows as the visual marketing expert. And the <laughs> thing is, is yes, I do have impact and influence behind me. Again, using words or quotes are great. As much as people don't read when they're simplified, it helps because they're those things that people pick up really quick and easy. But again, you want to make sure that they are visible. So easy thing, get on in the morning before you jump on your virtual interaction, take a screenshot and print it off and view it from there. Again, you're looking at a picture. It's no different than, you know, back in the day when we actually had to wait for pictures to be developed, yeah. you know, and we were like, oh my gosh, how did that piece of spinach show up in my teeth? I looked at a <laughs> mirror right before it was taken. Again, looking in a mirror is different than looking at a photograph. So when we take a screenshot, we print it out, we're actually able to see what our audience is seeing in return, and we're able to adjust accordingly. Such great stuff. Oh, thank you so much for, for sharing so much today. As we, as we round the corner, wrap up our conversation, what are a couple of real key takeaways you want people to make sure that they leave with from our conversation? Well, I think I'm going to start, first of all, really quick with it. I didn't even think about, but what I just said there about taking a screenshot at a live trade show event, a picture of your booth from, I don't know, 25, 30 feet away from every single angle that your audience may be coming from. And then take, then step back, take a look at those images because that's how you are being viewed to your audience from all those different angles and then adjust accordingly as well. So it's no different than taking the screenshot as it is in person. So that is a really big key thing, yeah. I think, for a lot of people. I also want people to really start thinking differently about how they're showing up. You know, start telling that story. It's your first impression, especially at a trade show. That could be the very first time they have ever seen you and it could be the last. Think yes. about the story you're telling them and what they're going to leave with and what is going to be memorable to them. And I really do believe that building an experience that's worth raving about, in all honesty, you know, think about the attendees. Who's really going to be there? They're, not every single one should be your ideal client because then that means you're trying to be everything to everyone but it could be something that they know somebody else and be a resource for when you're not somebody's ideal client. I know you know someone who 
can help them. So be a resource because that's going to leave a lasting impression than you trying to be something you're not. And that also goes for, you know, those who are planning, you know, think about your exhibitors, think about, you know, the people that are occupying your space and how can you really be the experience of a lifetime and, and giving the exhibitors and the attendees and the audience and everything else really something to talk about. And honestly, it's about getting noticed and standing out and, you know, just stop feeling like you have to look like everybody else because you're certainly not going to get noticed <laughs> doing that. <laughs> That's for sure. Such gold there. They, and thank you so much. So many great points, Amy. I just really, really appreciate you. Take a minute, tell people about Mood Modular, how they can get in touch with you, and if there's anything that, any giveaway or anything that you want to tell them about. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, you know, obviously have a unique modular display system that I invented that is, um, extremely quick and, and easy to switch out your marketing message because everything's magnetic. It's a, it's branded in a 360. And I would love to talk with any of your audience members a little bit more about that, as well as just how to build the visual aspect of your brand, which we definitely do here at Mood because it's all about switching up your mood and yeah. keeping it fresh and relevant. And I'm off also offering a free 20 minutes to pick my brain about their trade show, their visual presence, everything. And they can reach me by my email at amy at mudmodular.com. I'm on pretty much all the socials. LinkedIn is also a great place. DM me either with the Amy Loken on Instagram, Mood Modular on Instagram, or Amy Loken on LinkedIn. And I will drop all those into the show notes. So please, if you didn't catch that, go into the show notes, click away and connect with Amy. She's just amazing. Amy, thank you so much for, for joining us, for sharing such great insights and information. Really appreciate you. Oh, Jim, thank you so much. And I hope your audience were able to take away a couple key points. So, Well, if they didn't, they got to rewind and listen again. <laughs> Thank you, Amy, again. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Continue to come back here to campus each week at Trade Show University. We will see you next time. Before you get into this episode of Trade Show University, many have asked me, is there an easier way to find the episodes and topics that I need? Now there is, I am happy to launch our episode guide. It's like your curriculum for event success and ROI here at the university. Every episode easily searchable and sorted into 19 different categories like marketing, staffing, technology, tips and tools. And if you're brand new, check out Trade Show Basics. All you have to do is visit tradeshowu.biz slash episodes. That's tradeshow, the letter u.biz slash episodes.